AfroTales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Ahoy, my friends. Welcome aboard the AfroTales Podcast. I'm your storyteller, Amon Mazinga. Join me as we explore the tales that grew from the people of indigenous and African descent in the Americas and the Caribbean. After, come and see me, chef, who will impart upon you a recipe for the story you have just heard. So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. The Night in the Stable Jesus Christ was born in the night in Jerusalem, as we know. His parents were St. Joseph and the Virgin Mary. They were merchants, and they traveled together. They went from house to house asking rich people to give them lodging. But the people refused because they thought Joseph and Mary were thieves. Eventually, they came to the house of a rich man who said they could not stay with him. But if they wanted to, they could spend the night in the stable where the sheep, cows, and other animals were kept with their herders. So that's where they went. At about three o'clock in the morning, or a little later, when the morning star came out, Mary gave birth to a boy who had stars on his palms and forehead. He lighted up the whole world. All the herders came to look at the child, and the owners of the house came too. That night it snowed very hard, and the child was so cold he stiffened as if dead. The herders ran to take care of their animals, but the sheep and the cows breathed on the child's body and warmed it, and the child revived. Then Jesus blessed these animals, but the horses and the mules when they had come close to the child to look at him, had not believed that this could be God. Instead of breathing on him to warm him up, they broke wind. God was angry with the horses and mules and said they would never be favored, would never be eaten by humans, and would have to serve as beasts of burden from that time on. The End Christ betrayed by snails. He came to a river and crossed over. But as he was crossing the river, he stepped on freshwater snails. Then the one who was chasing him reached the river's edge and could not see which way he had gone. They questioned the snails. The snails replied, Don't you see that he has trampled on us and turned us over? The end. The miser jar. There was once an old miser that had a beautiful jar. It was so beautiful that anyone who saw it wanted to buy it. Yet no one could meet the old man's price. One day he came home from work in the cornfield. His daughter was grinding cornmeal. Said, Father, three people have come to see the jar this morning. A gentleman, another man, and a priest. What did you say to them? I told them to come back this afternoon. You are a wise girl and have made good use of your wisdom. When these three return, as they surely will, you must say to each of them 
you have decided to sell the jar for 500 pesos without my knowledge. Tell the gentleman to come for it at 8 o'clock. The other man to come half past 8 and the priest to come at 9. The girl did as she was told. And at 8 o'clock, the gentleman arrived. But just as the girl had finished counting the money he had brought, there was a noise at the door of the hut. And throwing the money in the corner, she cried, Go up into the loft. If my father finds you here, he will kill you. While the gentleman was hurrying up the loft, the other man came in. But before he could leave with the jar, there was again a noise at the door. Go up to the loft or my father will kill you. The man climbed quickly into the loft and the priest came in. He was in a great hurry and had the jar already in his hands when the voice of the old man was heard outside. The priest trembled with fear as the girl cried, put down the jar and go up into the loft. When the girl's father came in, he asked, where is the gentleman's money? There in the corner. And the other man's money? There in the corner. And the priest's money? There in the corner. After a pause, the old man asked, And the gentleman, where is he? Up in the loft? And the other man? Up in the loft? And the priest? Up in the loft? You are a wise girl. Then he took his large carrying sack off of his shoulder put it in the middle of the floor, and set fire to it. The three men in the loft were soon dead from breathing the smoke, for the sack was full of dry chilies. Well, we still have a jar and three times 500 pesos as well. But what about the dead men in the loft? The fool will get rid of them for us tomorrow. In the morning, I will go find him and tell him you have sent me to ask him to come to breakfast with us. The girl knew that the fool was in love with her and would do whatever she asked. So the next morning, when the three of them had finished their breakfast, she told the fool that she and her father were troubled because a priest who had eaten with them the night before had choked to death. And fearful it would be found out, they had put him in the loft, not daring to take him out for burial. Don't worry about the dead priest. Promise to marry me and I'll get rid of him without any trouble. The girl gave her promise, but no sooner had the fool set out with the dead priest on his back that she sewed a cassock and put it on the gentleman. When the fool returned and began talking about marriage, the girl laughed and said, Don't, do not deceive me. I know very well that while I was at the stream getting water, you sneaked into the house and put the priest back in the loft. Seeing the gentleman in the cassock, the fool said, I buried you. I buried you once. I will bury you again. Then he set out with the gentleman on his back, and the girl sewed another cassock and put it on the last of the dead men. When the fool came back and said, He'll lie where I put him this time because I piled heavy stones on the grave. The girl frowned and said, Why don't you tell me the truth? I know very well that while I was out getting firewood, you came in and put the priest back in the loft. Well, I bet he doesn't come back after I bury him the third time, said the fool when he saw the castle. As soon as he had set out with the last of the dead men on his back, the girl called her father 
who was hiding nearby. He came in, filled the beautiful jar full of money, and strapped it to his own back. The girl strapped the grindstone on her back, and after setting fire to the hut, they began walking toward the east. They had not gone far when the old man caught his foot on a root and stumbling, fell into a deep pool that lay next to the road. The girl plunged in trying to save him, but with the weight of the grindstone, she sank too. And that was the end of them both. The fool came back and not finding the hut, followed the tracks of the old man and his daughter all the way to the edge of the pool. As he sat down, he began to weep. He was changed into a werewere bird. And to this day, the werewere bird may be seen near pools and in wet places crying, Werewere, werewere. The end. Wow, this is an awesome story. The Miser Jar, right? Also from the book, Latin American Folktales by Jean Beerhurst. This is the book I'll be using till the end of the season, so be prepared. There are hundreds of great stories in here, so go get the book if you don't have it, okay? The Miser Jar is crazy. It's one of those why stories, you know, how things came about. And this particular one is how the werewolf bird came about. But before I go into that, because I have issues with the werewolf bird, them killing these three men and trying to run off with the money and the grindstone why you needed the grindstone but trying to run off with the money after you kill these three men why <laughs> why why are you killing these men for no reason they just wanted to buy something that you had and obviously they had the money so it made no sense to do that right I understand he's supposed to be a miser. First of all, a miser having a kid is just weird because most misers don't want children because they don't want anybody to spend money on. But for them to then kill, and the daughter being cool with it, I almost feel like it's maybe said that they're father and daughter, but they were really husband and wife and trying to run a game on people in the community and they do this everywhere and then go to a new place you know what i'm saying find some fool to um get rid of the bodies for them and they move from town to town to do that that's just that's what i got from it there were two dead bodies away from being serial killers so you know they killed three i'm pretty sure they've killed more i'm, I'm just saying i don't know it just seems suspicious to me. Uh, you know, I don't know. It just seems suspicious. So if you're out there and somebody just, you know, says, oh, my God, I'm doing this. But, you know, so-and-so is not supposed to know that I'm doing it. Um, Red flag, red light, stop, sign, do not deal with them. Run the opposite direction because they're setting you up for failure. Anybody that's supposed to have a hookup for you. Hookups are failures. Do not deal with hookups, okay? Because trust me, it may come back to bite you in the buttocks. All right? That's all I'm going to say about that. I've dealt with hookups and 
not hook up as far as person, but like people trying to hook you up with, you know, deals, you know, things that fall off the back of trucks or, you know, telling you most of it's stolen. And if you get caught, you can't, you can't register it because if you register it, they're going to find, you know, that it's yours and then they, you're going to jail. Just saying, but whatever off my high horse, <laughs> but I want to get into the fool and the where bird. Fool, I guess this, I really don't need to get into it because he's a fool. He was, he was a dummy for helping her. But what is a werewer bird? I've Googled, I've searched, I've Googled Guatemalan birds. Net, don't find a werewer bird. I've Googled um, birds of the uh, Kichimaya people. Don't find a werewer bird. Please, if you get to this portion and you know what a werewer bird is, Send me a photo on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook at Afro Tales Cast and let me know what a wet bird is. I really want to know what this thing is because I can't find it anywhere. All right. Because this is a story on why they exist and I can't find out what they are, what they look like. So, you know, whatever. Help me out. All right. That's all I have for this. That's, that's, that's just what I want to say. So now. While I keep looking for what Werewolf Birds is, you go over to see Chef, and he has a great store, a great recipe coming out of Guatemala, and we're in Central America, down to South America, to the rest of the, to the, you know, the voyage is over. So enjoy these Central American delicacies that I have put Chef and forced him to make for the rest of the season. All right. So as always. Thank you for being on this voyage with me. And until the next time we meet, have a blessed day. Where, where? Welcome, my friends, to the cabin. I am your chef, chef. And today we have a wonderful recipe inspired by the stories you have just had. Today, we'll be creating Kakik, or Guatemalan turkey soup. Now, what will you need for this recipe? Four turkey drumsticks or thighs, excess fat and loose skin removed, six Roma tomatoes, two onions, three red peppers, one cup tomatillos, Husk removed. Four cups turkey stock or chicken broth. One dried chili guacay. One dried chili pasta. One teaspoon carbonero chili powder or chipotle to taste. Half a teaspoon of cinnamon ground. A quarter teaspoon of cloves ground. Two heads of garlic, half a cup of cilantro fresh, and a quarter cup of mint fresh, and lastly, a half teaspoon of achiote dissolved in a little water. Now, how do we put this together? Easy. Cut the turkey into serving size pieces. Add enough chicken or turkey stock to cover the turkey pieces, the garlic, cilantro, and one teaspoon of salt. 
bring this to a boil and simmer for 45 minutes until tender. Remove and reserve the garlic and cilantro. Meanwhile, char the tomato, the tomatillos, the onion, and the sweet pepper in a dry skillet or over a gas flame or grill. Remove and set that aside. Remove the seeds from the dried chilies and char them in the same skillet until fragrant but not burned. Soak the charred roasted dried chili peppers in one cup of warm turkey broth until softened. Combine pine roasted vegetables with the soaked chili pasta and chili guacay in a food processor with one cup of turkey stock and reserved garlic. Process these until smooth and velvety. Add the achiote, cinnamon, cloves, and powdered chili de carbon if not using dried in previous step. And process once more. Add more turkey broth as needed to make a smooth puree. Add the puree to the turkey and simmer until the soup is thickened to almost a stew. Around 15 minutes should Add salt and pepper to taste. Sprinkle with chopped mint and cilantro just before serving. And there you have it, my friend. That is it. Now, go, do what you do. Make this recipe yours. And until I have another recipe for you, remember the story of the miser. And until the next time, my friend, enjoy. Thank you for joining us on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo, episode, and t-shirt designs. You may also get a t-shirt and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at AfroTalesCast. That's Afro, T-A-L-E-S, cast. And email me at AfroTalesPodcast at yahoo.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone, giving a thumbs up, or rating in your podcast app of choice. If you wish to donate, I am on Patreon and Coffee.com. That's K-O-F-I.com. So, until we meet again, may your winds be fair and your seas follow.